Cool. We're ready. We're rolling. All right, guys. What's going on? Let's do it. Coach Cole here. Coach, Coach Chris here. Let's roll. About to bring out some uh, challenge info. Um, dispel some rumors. Go through a little mentality. And just figuring out how for you guys to get in the right mindset to move forward into really making your goals, you know, actually something you can accomplish. So first and foremost, we're starting obviously our 45-day challenge. We're on day four already. Um, but we're going to go through the basics of what you guys need to know, what all it entails, and making sure you get in what you need to actually be successful during the challenge. So with the F45 challenge, obviously it's 45-day body transformation. That's what we're going for. It includes adopting a healthier lifestyle, more so just for your health and your well-being. Um, the way the challenge is going to work, it's split up into four phases. How those phases works is kind of like a baseball season. You guys are going to have a spring training phase, which is the first 10 days, a regular season phase, which is the next 10 days, championship round, that, last, that third set of 10 days, and that last bit is the World Series, which is a 15-day sprint. Each one of them is broken down a little bit different. Um, that first phase, that spring training phase, we're trying to develop new healthy habits, um, focusing on figuring out your diet, figuring out what you're gonna plan to eat that day, figuring out your macros. Um, really just getting in the gym and finding that routine. That second set of 10 days, which is phase two, the regular season, that's when we're gonna start figuring out, fine tuning our macros, figuring out what proteins are solid, what vegetables you need to be eating, figuring out your density of each meal, your portion control, and just finding a balance that fits your body type. Again, with this, what I eat, what Chris eats, what a lot of the ladies eat, they're all gonna be different. So tailor whatever the diet is to you and what's gonna work best for you. That third phase is gonna be staying healthy, working on more of your micronutrients, getting in your minerals, getting in your vitamins, becoming the most healthy you you can, especially with a colder season coming around. Everybody gets up respiratory stuff. Everybody starts getting in that little cold phase. We're trying to counteract that by one, being healthy in here, two, eating right, and making sure you're staying with those micronutrients and go ahead and getting your vitamins and minerals. And on that last little bit, which is gonna be the World Series phase, that's that sprint to the end. We've now established our macros, we've established our diet plan, we've established coming in here consistently. Now it's time to put them all together for the last 15 days and just crank. That's when your guys' bodies have adjusted and you'll start seeing the most results. That's just the basics of the four, the four phases of the challenge. Um, and let's go over a few things you guys need to know as far as what you need for the challenge. Obviously taking pictures. It's gonna be a big thing for the females. You don't have to share them with us, you don't have to share them with your husbands, you don't have to share them with anybody but make sure you're taking your own personal picture so you can start seeing the changes. A lot of the females in general don't necessarily see a big difference on the scale, but if you look in the mirror from day to day, you're not gonna notice it. But take a before, take a midway, take a weekly, for sure take an end, that's when you guys will really see that progress. Your clothes will start fitting different, you'll start feeling different, and you'll be able to visually see how much different your guys' bodies are changing. Um, making sure you get your in-body scans in. Most of you guys have already knocked those out. Um, if you haven't, we still have the scale in here. Come knock on the scale, knock it out, get your weight, get your body fat, get your baseline. That is going to be a fine data point for you guys to move forward into really monitoring your progress. If you never have that balance or you never have that data point, you'll never get to where you need to go because you have nothing to compare it to. And then finally, after that, making sure you guys are just registering through the challenge app. Pick a team. It's either going to be Team Morgan or Team Jory. One supports breast cancer. The other is the Movember. Obviously, Chris is already working on his sweet stash. I'm working on the beard, so we're getting right into that Movember. 
man time. Um, but pick your team. We'll go from there, and you guys will be able to track on the board um, up at the front of the room. Um, beyond that, now we'll get into basically what you guys are going to do as far as how your mentality should look. So Chris has got some, some good words for you guys, and we're going to roll from there. Oh, man, you can really kind of start anywhere from here. But I think first and foremost, the mindset is kind of that initial foundation to this challenge that if the, if the mindset is there and we have a lot of the whys established to why we're doing this challenge and everything that we do on top of that is going to be a success. But if your mind isn't in it, then you know the workout isn't going to be as great as it could be. The nutrition couldn't be as great as it could be in the in the uh, the recovery isn't going to be as great as it could be. So we're thinking mindset, you know, we're thinking this movement, exercise, coming in to do these classes, doing these workouts, you know, the, the food to supplement with that, uh, and then the recovery, you know, how you're taking care of your body outside of, outside of these workouts, you know, so foam rolling, you know, walking, active recovery, you know, pushing the, the stroller with the kids down the sidewalk, you know, for 30, 45 minutes, you know, whatever it's going to be. So getting that mindset dialed in is an extremely important part of this transformation process. So, you know, what are you feeding your mind? You know, what books are you reading or what, you know, how are you, you know, feeding your mind with, you know, let's say the Bible or any sort of, uh, you know, self-improvement books uh, that help you get your mind right uh, in this, in this regard. So uh, any comments to that? Yeah. With that being said, remember guys, this is not necessarily a, fad diet. We're not getting on Atkins. We're not getting on keto. We're not trying to lose 40 pounds and then falling back into the same patterns we had before. This is working on getting that mind right. If your mind's not right going into this and you don't want to get better, for lack of better terms, I mean, you're host. You're not going to get any better. If you don't commit to this and you don't put your mind in that right spot, well, we're really just, I mean, we're throwing sand into the wind, hoping it doesn't hit us in the face. You guys have it's really an analogy. To lock in <laughs> and figure out what you want to do. I know all you guys don't want to come in here every day. Some days you come in here and you're not feeling it. Okay, well, for that 45 minutes, turn your mind off, get into your sets, do what you need to do, and get out of here. I don't know any of you guys that have come in here and hit a workout and then gone out of here like, man, I feel worse. Doesn't happen. Um, the whole point of endorphin release and getting that serotonin release is you start feeling better by doing the things that you're supposed to do in here. So get your mind right first and foremost, especially as it comes to food. Um, 100%. Ne next caveat to this whole little podcast is you guys figuring out having to have a positive relationship with food, not being scared of food. And I know a lot of that comes to just uneducated, um, the lack of better terms, it comes to the ignorance, it comes to diet plans. And we're gonna kinda dispel some of the misnomers for you guys right here as far as that goes with what chris said just a second ago taking your post recovery making sure you take yourself out of here that comes with diet that comes with mental exercises that comes with simple things again like foam rolling like stretching it's the little things that you guys tend to shy away from that we all do that are a key facet to making all this work um, so we'll talk about Food a little bit, something that you guys all struggle with, a lot of us do, I do, having the cravings, and bottom line in this, if you're doing this challenge, we're gonna focus on the word compromise, um, or being in that point of, well, if I only have two bites of this, that's okay. That kind of defeats the purpose of what we're going for. Um, so we're and gonna- that starts somewhere, like if you're willing to compromise on like, 
all right, I'm gonna have a handful of M&Ms right now, then you're gonna compromise later. It's the handful of M&Ms that leads to a full pizza, which I really, really would love to eat right now. <laughs> but those small behaviors, like really detach yourself from the food that if I compromise on this, I'm gonna compromise it again and again and again, then it turns out, in, it turns into you not actually coming to class anymore, that you actually fail the entire challenge. So you have to be extremely cautious on how much you're willing to compromise and sacrifice. If you're gonna stay disciplined, again, back to the mindset component, if you're staying disciplined and watching out for those landmines uh, and you're doing those small things correctly, then you know the process will kind of take care of itself. You guys all have goals, and it's a matter of you guys coming up with goals that you actually think are obtainable, goals that you're actually fixated on, or goals that are just kind of blown in the wind. If you guys don't have the care or desire to actually get there, then we're barking up the wrong tree anyway. Um, if you wanna take it serious, it's also a completely different avenue we're gonna go down. Um, but like Chris said, with the compromise in this side or wherever else, I'll brag on a member that we have here already. I mean, she made some bomb diggity, chili Frito nacho pie smorgasbord the other day. Sounds so good. And she had chicken breast instead. It's a difference. You guys is not willing to compromise and have a few of those deliciously bean meat cheese filled chips. I know it sounds good. And hey, I have an actual goal because reality is, is all we're going to do is make excuses. If we get to that point, we're like, well, nothing happened. Well, whose fault is that? I mean, the brutal honest truth is I can coach you every day. Chris can coach you every day. Bryce can coach you every day. Taryn can coach you every day. We can get you in here and push you to your limits. But if you go home and don't put in the work on the back end, there's nothing we can do. You've always heard the analogy, lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I can beat the dead horse all day. <laughs> no goals are gonna be obtained because the horse is already dead. It's you guys getting the right mindset and being willing to not compromise on getting to those goals. Yeah, so back to the food. It's like, okay, what, how are you supporting your, your workout? What, is, what are you doing post-workout? That, from what I understand, is, is the golden question. So. Uh, if it's a protein shake, if it's actually some chicken or fish or, you know, steak or beef or, you know, whatever your protein source is going to be, it's critical to ingest that at least, I would say, 15 to 30 minutes after a workout. Some literature suggests up to two hours, but if we're, again, if we're creating these small habits that immediately after my workout, I am going to eat my 20 grams of protein, whether it's a vegan or plant-based protein or if it's a whey-based protein. Both work equally well. Uh, I take products that are from a company that I support uh, and Cole does the same for him. So it's figuring out, do we have a lactose allergy? So then we go with the plant-based. Do we not, then we can go away. And then also supporting the diet with multivitamins, fish oils, etc. Because let's be honest, most of us aren't eating such a diverse diet to cover all of those elements and nutrients. So that's why we have to supplement with the multivitamin. That's why I supplement with like 3,000 milligrams of fish oil every single day because this is what my doctor has told me. So um, it's still eating that diverse diet of you know diverse sources of protein, but also diverse sources of vegetables. And so when I think about vegetables and fruits, eating the rainbow. So it's eating lettuce, greens, uh, crucif cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, uh, cauliflower, spinach, asparagus, um, zucchini, squash, Apples, berries, eggplant. How to get the purple in That's there? That's a good one. That's a good one. Eggs, 
so that's not a vegetable back <laughs> to the protein but um, there's there's a lot of ways to satisfy some of those cravings that you have for carbs and desserts I'm a huge sweets person I would love Same. just to go ham on some crumble cookies or Same. Um, <laughs> uh, some tips treats you know like the list can go on but uh, I satisfy some of that cravings with um, some almond milk, some whey protein as like this milk for my cereal, granola, and a little bit of fruit. That's how I get that kind of fix. So it's kind of fun being creative with the diet and kind of figuring out ways that you can satisfy some of those urges in a healthy way. Absolutely. That's, if you don't like cooking, explore it. It's really fun. Um, yeah, get an air fryer. I <laughs> uh, got one for my wedding. Thanks, Brian and Rhonda. And uh, slamming some air fryer right now. It's super quick, it takes care of the job, and the reality is, is, I mean, we cooked salmon and some cauliflower the other night, it took 12 minutes and dinner was done, and it's probably better than anything I could have got anywhere else. I guarantee you, if you wait in line at Chick-fil-A, it's gonna take 12 minutes. If you get home and start on the air fryer, it also takes 12 minutes, and you just got a much more nutrient-dense dinner than you could have possibly get with the waffle fries and some grilled nuggets. Let's just put it that way. Um, Talking about protein, making sure you guys get into that. Chris has it in a variety of different ways, either be a granola. Make sure you guys are taking BCAAs if you can. Um, I know a lot of you guys have seen, well, I don't even really know what BCAAs are. They're a branch chain amino acids. It's the basic building block. Once you can build muscle, decrease muscle fatigue. I know a lot of you guys were sore after last Thursday. How many of you guys supplemented with BCAAs and protein afterwards? If that was a no, I didn't, and you were crazy sore, well, there's a pretty easy remedy is to at least minimizing some of that fatigue. Um, so be aware of that. That's one thing you guys can definitely take. Any of those questions, again, just ask any of us in the studio. We have more than enough knowledge and we're obviously partnered up with Nutrition Nation of Old, but we can still get everything we need to get um, to really help you guys out, especially staying not sore. Nobody likes being sore. If you can minimize it, why the heck would you not? So keep that in mind. Um, Getting into the diet, as the meals have it, Chris was talking about getting adventurous with it, branching out, figuring out what satisfies your cravings. If you guys get on the challenge app, which you should all be on if you've already registered for it, there are thousands and thousands of recipes. Pick one and make it. It doesn't matter what it is, you don't have to necessarily follow it to a T. But if you get the gist of it, you find a recipe, you make it, and you like it, we'll hold on to it. It's one of those things where I've tried plenty of things, I'm like not ever having that again. But I've also tried things I never thought I would like, and sure enough, it's one of my favorite things. Um, right now I'm on this kale, cauliflower, rice, uh, butternut squash, and Brussels sprout little casserole thing. Mm, all right. It's fantastic. You throw in a little bit of maple sausage and some cranberries, bomb diggity. Get that sugar. I never thought I would like it. <laughs> But there's your little snack. There's your little mm. natural maple syrup sugar extract that all you guys want to get that you want to get from Crumble. Well, you can get it built into a dish that's actually going to satisfy you. Um, but make sure you guys are getting in there, getting on the diet plan, figuring out what that looks like. Um, the brief breakdown of macros we'll go over real quick. It is not as complicated as everybody, as everybody thinks. Um, we recommend using MyFitnessPal. It has most everything in there, or you can just scan the barcode and it'll automatically populate your nutrients for the day. Um, for most of you guys, that macro content, when you go into MyFitnessPal, you just have to click on the calorie count at the end, and it will bring up nutrients, it will bring up macros. Just select that tab, and it will show you. 
From there, depending on how you have it set up, which for most of us, we recommend like 40% protein, 30 fat, 30 carbs. You're gonna have to kind of rearrange to whatever your body runs off of more efficiently. A lot of people who've had really good success with keto in the past typically can bump up their fats a little bit. As long as you're eating good fats, you're not gonna run into any issues with having too much fat. Now, you guys all know the difference, LDL, HDL, that whole smorgasbord of having polyunsaturated fats, unsaturated fats, monounsaturated fats. That's a whole different ballgame we can get into. But when you think about a healthy fat, the fat needs to come from fruit. It needs to come from nuts. It needs to come from dense foods, not sugar fat, not going and getting a large thing of vegetable-based butter, margarine spread of... No, if you're going to get butter, get butter. It's not going to break down the same way. It's going to be a good fat. Think about those kinds of things. I love avocado. I could eat avocado every day. The density of fat in those is exponential, but you absolutely get the right sources. So make sure you guys are being cognizant of that. The right proteins. Eating lean chicken. Eating fish. If you like fish, eat fish. Fish is probably one of the best things you can eat to supplement your protein and weird, your good fats. Chris supplements with krill oil. I'm guessing it's krill oil. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, making sure you guys are getting that on board. Your joints have to lubricate. Some of you guys take glucosamine, chondroitin, and all that jazz. It's fine. Um, but the more natural way you can do it, the better. It just is a matter of supplementing the amount of stuff you actually need. Um, so being, being aware of that. Making sure you guys drink water. Absolutely. Water, water. If you see any of the coaches, we always have jugs of water. I have my Yeti that I've gone through three already, and it's 11.15 in the morning. Um, Make sure you guys are hydrating. Hydrate, hydrate. Your body doesn't work if you don't hydrate. Um, I think Chris goes through... It's a full gallon, like 128 ounces, so I'll drink one of those in the morning, usually by like 10, and then I have the rest of the day to drink the rest. Uh, And again, too, so like making sure to pay attention on how much water you're drinking up until bedtime because you don't want to be up in the middle of the night <laughs> going to the bathroom three or four times because now we're taking away from, from the, the desperate sleep that we need. So trying to finish that water consumption. Um, for me, it's by five because I'm in bed by 7.30, which for most of you sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it's absolutely critical if I have to be in here to coach at 5 a.m. So Cole's absolutely right. Uh, water consumption, um, throughout the day uh, is critical. Even the electrolytes, you know, coming in here, sweating uh, a lot through some of these workouts to really replenish the sodium and potassium that we lose during these workouts. So a good way to do that is through like a liquid IV. You can get it through noon tablets. Um, there's a lot of sources of electrolyte replenishment out there. So just finding whatever, finding whatever is best for you. Um, but yes, definitely water intake, liquid intake is, is good. Did I live on liquid IVs? Live on liquid IV. That's good stuff. Love them. Um, all right. So moving into pasta diet, figuring out what you guys' best sources of protein, your carbs, your fats, and tailoring to fit your body needs. Um, we'll, like I said, we'll talk about that, and we're more than welcome, more than happy to go over all that stuff with you guys in the studio if you have like specific questions. Um, we'll probably end up doing a strict diet podcast as well um, because that seems to be everybody's big deal. Um, Dispelling one myth with that, I always talk about it in the studio, but abs are made in the kitchen, they're not made in the studio. You can come in here and work your butt off every day, but if you eat like crap, guess what, you're gonna look like crap. Uh, That just is what it is. 
Um, unless you're just a genetic gifted person who eats like crap and still looks the same, I don't know very many of them. All right. Um, you guys have to supplement the right food intake outside of here to meet your goals in here. Man, I really want to lose 15 pounds. Uh, it's 8 o'clock at night. I haven't eaten dinner. I'm going to have a water burger. That ain't going to get you there. Stop getting in the water burger line. Stop getting in the Chick-fil-A line. There's a big difference between what you think is actually good for you, especially that late in the day, versus what is. So we're going to get away from that myth right now. Um, you're not going to get abs by eating crappy and working out three times a day. It don't work like that. It's hard to, I'd say it's hard to, maybe for families too, I don't have kids so I don't really know this, but you know, sports and stuff lasts longer into the evening so it's hard to find that time to actually sit down and have a meal, which is important uh, to find a meal replacement protein that you may not be able to go sit down with the family or get home in time to cook a full meal. So this is where a meal replacement protein would come into play. Uh, the, um, I guess, standard that I operate by that a gastroenterologist told me is at least to have dinner at least three hours out before bed allowed for the proper digestion uh, of that meal. Uh, if we don't or eat too close to bed, then that food is going to sit in our stomach longer. It's going to make it harder to digest, especially when we want to get up and uh, start our early morning workouts as well. You won't feel as great. You're definitely going to feel that the food that you ate the night before uh, throughout that workout. So just be cognizant of, of when uh, you're having your evening meals um, and watching how close they are to, uh, to bedtime. Absolutely. It's one of those things where if I get to the point at the end of the day and I haven't eaten it and I know I'm not going to eat anything good, then I just protein shake it up. And hey, you know what? That's going to be good enough for now. I'd much rather do that for me than eat something crappy and then go to bed. That's another thing with me too. If I don't eat by a certain hour, I, nope, it ain't happening. And I've actually found that a 25% increase in protein synthesis, having a protein before bed, like a pre like a protein shake before bed I don't know food for thought food for thought for sure um, all right I'm gonna have Chris talk about one thing that's gonna help you guys drastically as we get into this don't think about getting into December the 8th that's 41 days from now we're gonna talk more about finding small goals reaching small little tasks that you can achieve on a much smaller level that will all build up into making a bigger a bigger gain overall. So this goes back to a lot of those small habits that we're creating through this challenge. So one of those that we talked about before is taking your photo. Rel try to do it at the same time every morning. So for me, I've been on the 75 hard challenge for the last 60 days. I got 15 more days. Be happy to dive more into this in the studio if you'd like. But there is a, a disciplined goal of, of five tasks every single day, two workouts a day, a gallon of water, progress photo, 10 pages of a self-help, like entrepreneurial self-development book, and stick it to a diet. So a hard part about this for some people is the reading. Hard, another hard part is taking the photo. So after doing my morning workout, I take my photo and I put the day, 75 hard, and it's day whatever it is, day 60. So I do that every single day, almost at the exact same time. Uh, and it's just become habit for me to do that before I go to bed or before I can even get in bed, hopefully knocking out those five tasks before, I would know, say 3 p.m. So that way I have the rest of the eating to kind of enjoy myself, spend more time with my wife, etc. So these small behaviors, these things that we're doing uh, a little bit each day over a long period of time will establish themselves. 
So if you want to even extend this challenge even through to the new year, you can certainly do that. But the photo, the gallon of water, um, how you're feeding your brain with uh, the right kinds of information, the books you're reading, those small habits that you're establishing early help us get to the goal that we need to reach. So another way to think about it is beginning with the end in mind. Uh, I approach my day this way. I need to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep every single night. I would love to get probably at least nine, but that's not realistic when I just naturally wake up at four. So if I need to get that much sleep, I have to be in bed by 7.30. So I need to construct my day in a way that gets me to that goal. So this is another way to think about your day. when we come in to do these workouts, it's, it's looking at some of these stations and some of these movements as how can I challenge myself in here? How can I really push the boundaries of, of some of these workouts? I know mostly, mostly ladies do, are, are guilty of doing this, some guys probably, but especially on a weight day, let's move some heavy weight for God's sakes. I, I, I can't stress this enough. Like, that is one of the best ways to lose weight is strength training. You can cardio your ass off all day long, but strength training is one of the best ways to lose weight, especially during this challenge. I don't know. I could go on and on and on. Well, that's not that big thing. You know, you think a, you think a myth, myth on that too is I don't know how many females come in here and it automatically is, oh man, I don't want to lift heavy because I don't want to get bulky. I oh, yeah, will give somebody a lifetime membership if you lift as heavy weights as you say they're just going to do this to you, and you look like me, it, anyone, any female in here, I won't give a lifetime membership. Your, your protein ingestion has to be. There is no. There's a there's a big difference between male and female. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called testosterone mm-hmm. and estrogen. It's kind of like I don't know the basics of difference between the two of us. And without it, or without supplementation for it. Ladies, you're never going to have huge arms and huge biceps and bolder shoulders. You might lean out, sure. But if I'm mistaken, I thought that was the goal was to lean out and not be as overweight. And I want to lose fat. Like Chris just said, the biggest thing and the most advantageous thing for you is strength training. So I know those four pounders are, "Mm, I don't want to get big and bulky. I'm just going to go ahead and dispel this right now. You're not going to get big and bulky. So stop with that mentality. It's kind of a rude way to put it, but it just is what it is. Dispelling the myth, you're not going to look like the quote-unquote big CrossFit girls and whatever else. That's not what we do in here. That's not how your bodies are built. So dispel that now. It's a myth that everyone thinks. Lift heavy. You are going to find your goals so much more obtainable, especially in here, if on strength days you guys are challenging yourself. So finding that small goal, I did 18s last week, I'm gonna do 20s today. I'm gonna do 22s the next time because 18s weren't that bad. Those are those small goals you have with yourself. It is a, this whole thing, you're not challenging yourself against anybody else in here, it's you against you. And if you have the mentality to come in here and pick up that extra weight, if you can't do it and you fail at it, that's fine. Guess what, you have a small goal to get to next time. But you guys have to be willing to challenge yourself and lift that extra, do that extra burpee, Oh, I have three seconds left. I'm going to go ahead and just rest. Do one more rep. That one more rep is that thing that gets you to that end goal. And that's the other thing too. And I'm, I've been guilty of this before, probably even today. Stopping early. If you look at how many times people stop early, stop a set early, stop, uh, you know, that countdown early, three seconds, four seconds, how many reps out of a total workout do you miss? I don't know. 
pay attention to that. Watch, your, watch yourself. I like that I was telling Cole before we got started. I like to face away from the timer so I can essentially just go until the timer, you know, buzzes on and on. Um, that's a, a good way from, for me to try to keep my mind off of how much time I have left and just focusing on the work. So it's really getting myopic and narrow focus on the, the work that you're, that you're doing at that particular time. Um, you said something in the last part that I was going to harp on. Damn, I forgot what it was. It's going to come to me later. About strength? Yeah. Ah, oh, so like if you're going to balance out, like I can't come every day. How oh, would yeah. you, how would you balance out if you're going to advise somebody on balancing out their schedule? How many times a week should they come? And that's for me, you know, obviously you have to listen to your bodies. Um, but you guys talking about consistency, and this is where I was going to go with small goals, is if you make it in two days a week, but your schedule can fit four, challenge yourself to come in four. If your schedule can only fit three, but it's because you're making an excuse to not come in the fourth or fifth time, then change your mindset. Find that small goal to come in. There's people today who are already like, hey, I've been four times this week. That's a pretty big accomplishment for a lot of people to make sure they're coming in consistently. You guys will feel that much better by making that extra day, by coming in that extra time. Again, it's a small goal you're challenging yourself against. Um, if it gets to a point where you are so sore or your body's hurting or whatever else, take a day. You have to be cognizant of that too. You have to listen to your body. So if your body's saying absolutely not, mind you, I take this with a grain of salt. If your body is telling you that this ain't gonna happen today, that's one thing. If your mind is telling you, mm, I don't really want to go today, that's completely different. So keep that in mind. If you can do it, do it. That's just plain and simple truth of it. Um, kind of wrapping this up so we don't go on for too long on this first one. I want you guys to think about the small goal portion and the biggest word I can bring to this, and Chris might have another one, is just about being patient. Absolutely. Chris has been on 75 hard for 40, what, how many days? 60 days. That's patience in itself right there. I will be straight up honest and I don't know that I can make it through. Um, if I really put my mindset to it, I feel like I could, but that is, it's a daunting task for me. But that has nothing to do with my body, it has something to do with my mindset. Same thing with you guys. Um, but that being said, going through these weeks, it's small goals and it's being patient. Some of you guys have seen drastic gains right off the get-go. Some of you guys have been here for a month and like, man, I just, I just don't really see anything. But I also urge you, have you taken pictures? Do you feel better? And I would say that nine out of 10 times, honestly, probably 10 out of 10 times, you ask anyone who's been in here for a month or two and hasn't seen the scale go down drastically, ask them how they feel. How do you feel? Do you feel better having done this every time? Um, I would venture to say the answer is definitely yes but you have to be patient. This is not gonna be an overnight thing. People are coming in here sluggish right now because they're changing their diet. Kudos to you for giving it 100% go and changing your diet and your body having to adjust. That's a good thing, that's not a bad thing. If you still felt as energetic as all get out and you're eating clean now and not eating a bunch of crap, well, something's not right. Um, that's gonna be just an avenue that you guys are gonna go down. It's just a, it's a timestamp each day on that clock. You just keep putting them in. Be patient with it, trust the game. If you trust the work you're putting in and you're putting in quality work and you're pushing yourself, the patience will pay off. We talk about you know putting, putting everything into you guys and getting what 
you guys give us back, seeing everyone achieve their goals, watching these people sign 100, 200, we almost have somebody at the 300 club for coming in here. That's patience at its finest, and those particular people who have come in that time, every single one of them has had such a drastic difference already in the way they look, the way they feel, the way just they're able to move around. All of them have kids. Guess what? They can get outside and run around with their kids for hours on end now. That's a huge thing. I don't know what your personal goals are, but I think about the kind of thing as me and Taryn look to have kids probably in the next year or so. I want to be able to do everything I can possibly do with my children. It's a small goal for you, but the things that you want to be important in your life, that's why you guys come in here. That's why you have the patience and the determination, the consistency, that you're able to do those things. There's a ton of moms in here who have kids playing baseball and football and basketball, all combined into one fall season, which I didn't know happened, but apparently it does out here. (laughs) And you guys are running ragged. But what's your end game? I would assume to go to those games, to be able to go out in the backyard and play catch. For those dads, I know I'm looking forward to it. Like, I want to teach my kid to throw a baseball, to shoot a basketball. Like, am I going to be in a place at some point in my life that I can do those things or not? Um, So it's about finding those things that are important to you. And that is what you should base everything on. Is it you just feeling better? Is it your family hasn't lived very long and you want to completely topple that curve? Is it you just want to be able to go outside and ride your bike with your kids? Go down to the park and run around. How many of you sit there on the bench or do you want to be involved? It's that kind of thing. But it's finding whatever personal and close to you. That's going to be the thing that you need as far as your goals go. Yeah, you definitely said it best, but I think it's, um, you know, celebrating those small wins. You know, people come up to us after class or before class, like, I feel stronger. I feel like my endurance is better. I've lost an entire inch off my waist or... I used to wear a 34, now I'm in a 32. You know, whatever the case is, it's sharing those small wins, um, you know, with your close circle or even with us trainers, because we, we really want to celebrate those with you. So uh, as this challenge moves forward, if you have questions, concerns, and, and comments, just please bring those to our attention. We're happy to help you through that, because uh, we really do enjoy what we do in, in helping you guys uh, reach the better you. So. Uh, for now, that this uh, 34 minutes in, this is this. I think this is good. I was anticipating it like 45 minutes, but we have to coach the noon class. So um, we'll post this post this up here online here in the next uh, few hours or so. But again, reach out to us on social media, so uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Over and out.